The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast Taylor Made Stealth 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. And we're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, April 6th, currently 11.07 on the East Coast, here to get into the final Thursday games of the regular season. And I'll be honest, guys, it's not a very exciting slate, but hey, (laughs) we're the NBA pod. We go through every single game, every single day. But joining me as usual on these Thursday episodes, got my guy here with me. It's Delante Smith. Delante, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Not much, man. Couldn't say that better myself about this slate, but uh, maybe we'll get some some decent games. Last night was pretty good, man. The the later games pretty good. The start didn't start off good, but yeah, they got really interesting at the end. Um, so I mean, hopefully we can get at least one or two games like that. Yeah, last night, um, I think it was more so like the Western Conference games uh, that were (laughs) uh, morely, I guess we could say, competitive. Um, Eastern Conference, uh, I mean, you had matchups that pretty much really didn't matter. Um, You talk about the Bulls, uh, they were pretty much, they're already cemented into that playing tournament bracket, but... It just depends on what seed they end up at. Same thing with Toronto. Boston um, is pretty much also cemented into that two spot. So one through five, at least, Delante, in the Eastern Conference is is set, right? It's yeah. Milwaukee. It's Boston. It's Philly. It is Cleveland. And then is it New York? Yeah, um, New York. Yeah, because New York it? and um, New York and uh, Cleveland are pretty much that matchup is set. I don't think yeah. anybody can surpass. And, and I think uh, Cleveland – with that win against Orlando, clinched the four spot, so um, New York can't move in front of him. Right. Um, and the, I already saw yesterday odds had dropped for a first-round uh, match oh, really? between the uh, Cavs and the Knicks already. Um, what is that? that? On, you, do you remember? It was on DraftKings, and I think – I want to say Cavs were like a minus-185 favorite. Oh, well, I'll be on the Knicks for that. Do they have yeah. games? Uh, like, I know – I've been making a lot of money, like, betting, like – series like how many games um yeah like plus one and a half or plus two and a half mm-hmm. yeah i made a decent amount of money doing that i wonder if they're gonna drop those this year yeah they have it right now on DraftKings. so yeah. uh, that's, that's only four Cavs and knicks right now but um still some things to be decided at least in the western conference and i think we can talk about the western conference games before we get into the five game schedule here tonight but uh, we did see the Pelicans get the victory last night against the Grizzlies in a comeback fashion by the Grizzlies. I thought the um, the Grizzlies pretty much had that uh, locked up, or at least a game won in regulation. But the Grizzlies came back and made it a game in regulation, got to overtime. But at that point, the Pelicans took care of business. Um, and what else did we have last night in the Western Conference? Dallas. A mm-hmm. huge come from behind victory 
against the Sacramento Kings. I think they were down, I don't want to say it was double digits because I was watching this game last night. Um, but nonetheless, they right now, Delonte, are tied record-wise with the Oklahoma City Thunder as far as that 10 spot. Uh, but I guess Oklahoma City has that tiebreaker uh, that gives them the 10 spot right now. They have a big game tonight against the Utah Jazz. We'll get into that uh, later on in the podcast. And then uh, some things just don't change. Delonte, one plus one equals two, and the Clippers right. just keep on rolling on the Lakers, my man. Yeah, man, it's just a bad matchup. I mean, it was a bad spot for the Lakers. Um, the money, I don't know, the line was all over the place all night. The Clippers were like high as like four, four and a half. Then mm-hmm. they flipped to being a dog um, when the AD knew and uh, D'Lo lose came down. But you can see it right away uh, off the tip that the Clippers were just more energized. I think they had been off for what, like three days? I think they were off since Saturday. Um, Something like that. Yeah. yeah so they were exactly. the fresher team. Um, the Lakers fought for a little bit, but. Again, those Darvin Ham rotations are probably going to be the death of them. Um, it's just a bad matchup for them. Even without Paul George, the Clippers do things defensively that other teams can't do, especially mm-hmm. against LeBron with Tyron Lue being, you know, with LeBron for so long. I'm, I'm not going to say it's easier, but it's he has a little better feel of what LeBron likes and what he doesn't like, no matter what, you know, no matter what he has on the court. So, yeah. Uh, I play. I took that into consideration also, um, but again, the Clippers play the Lakers like it's a Super Bowl every time they play, which is why they won eleven straight. So, it yeah, is what it is. Uh, Clippers last game was on Saturday, April first. So they had mm-hmm. uh, what second, third, so three straight days off, like you mentioned, uh, yep. before playing the Lakers, who were on a back-to-back situation going into overtime. So, um, as much as I think a lot of people were on the Lakers last night. I think definitely the right side was the Clippers. I mean, hindsight now, but um, just looking at it from rest advantage perspective and after what the Lakers had to um, kind of get through against the Jazz in that overtime game yep. to get that victory. Mm-hmm. So for right now, the Clippers, a uh, pretty favorable schedule, man. They don't play again until Saturday. And that's against Portland at home. And then they wrap up the season on a back-to-back night against Phoenix, which I doubt anybody is going to play in that game, especially a guy like Kawhi Leonard. But, that's where we kind of are in the Western Conference um, as far as seeding goes. Anything else you want to mention last night from the NBA, Delante? Uh, I think we pretty much hit everything. The three main games uh, at the end of the night. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. All right, so before we get into the five-game schedule here for tonight, let me tell everyone about our presenting sponsor right now, and that is going to be Shady Rays. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection to all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacements. And if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So, Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. 
Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of of polarized sunglasses. Again, ShadyRays.com, promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, Delante, let's get into the schedule here for tonight. Not the most exciting, but hey, we're gonna we're still gonna go through it here. Uh, first game on the board, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they are taking on uh, the Orlando Magic here. Um, I think this is the what the second matchup in three nights, I believe. Yeah, yeah it is. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Currently, the line opened up in favor of the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers at minus four and a half, and I'll get to the injury report on why now <laughs> Orlando is laying nine and a half at home. Um, total opened up at 223. That number has been bet or not bet down, but again, injury report down to 217 and a half. Um, so injury report. Let's start with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Absolutely nobody is playing in this game, and I will read off the name. So it pretty much looks like all five starters are not playing. Jared Allen is not playing. Darius Garland, Karis LeVert, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Isaac Okoro. All was that your top six guys are not Mm -hmm. playing in this game for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And again, it makes sense. There's really no reason for them to be out there. They're pretty much cemented into that four spot. They have that first round matchup uh, against the New York Knicks. And for the Orlando Magic, um, everybody is playing in this game, except for Jonathan Isaac, uh, who is listed on the injury report. Uh, Delante, lead us off. If you have anything for this game, currently the Magic are laying nine points. Uh, let's start with the side, and then we'll work our way to the total and player props if we have any. Yeah, so some of uh, the at the end of the season, most of the metrics and, and the trends, they pretty much go out of the window because of the mixing of the lineup. So yeah. it's, a, it's a little bit harder to handicap. The games and as we seen last night, you know, must win is not like this doesn't mean you're gonna win or you're gonna cover. Uh, it started off bad early on, but uh, I think the Pelicans were the only team that quote unquote needed to win that covered, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and we saw we saw what that took. So I was just saying that to say that if I mean you don't have to go crazy betting all these uh, you know scenarios, just probably dial it back a little bit. Look for more player props because some of these kids or not kids, but some of these guys are getting opportunities. They're going to try to you know score. So player props is probably the better way to attack the ending of the NBA season, in my opinion, versus you know spreads and and totals. But as for the game. I probably would lean to Orlando. I mean, they've been playing hard as of late. They have their full complement of players, so mm. uh, they won't be in any. They won't be in any like tank mode or anything. They're still playing hard, um, and it's gonna be interesting to see where they land in the lottery. Because with that team, if they could get, you know, a top seven, eight pick, I think they're still in range to to get somebody pretty good. So. I think the Magic, can, it's a big number, but without those players, I mean, they played them tough even with those guys. So I would lean to the Magic side. Uh, I don't hate it. Probably put like a half unit on it, maybe first half and split it first half, first uh, first quarter. Yeah, I mean, look, right now the projected starting lineup for the Cleveland Cavaliers is going to be Ricky Rubio, Danny Green, Lamar Stevens, Dean Wade, and Robin Lopez. So, uh, <laughs> I mean – yeah, who do they have on the I, bench? And, and that again, uh, Osman is on the bench. Oh, uh, yeah. um, 
I mean, your guess is as good as mine. But... Yeah, I mean, because they, they don't, they don't, they're not a deep team. Like, they don't play yeah. a lot of players, and that's well, the whole. Yeah, I mean, they have already, what, seven guys that are out, right? Well, the, yeah. the injury report that we just went through. So, I don't know. Maybe I don't even know how many minutes Ricky Rubio is going to be out there for, for this team. I want to see how many minutes he's recently been playing if you want to get, like, on a assist prop for him. But uh, as far as the side, yeah, I would, I would lean with the Magic here, obviously, with um, everybody sitting for the Cavs. Maybe, you know, like Delonte said, split the first half and first, or full game if you want to, but I'm not going to be betting at least from a side or total perspective here. Um, you have anything on the total? Yeah, I would think. Uh oh, somebody said Evan Mobley. Yeah, he's his little brother isn't uh, on that team. Isaiah, he is on that team. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I would probably lean over. I think the Cavs' pace is usually the slowest in the NBA. But with those guys coming in, I mean, you know, they're going to be trying to to score. So I think the pace and the tempo will be kicked up a little bit. I think three of the last five for Orlando have went over. I mean, like we said, they're going to have their full complement of players, so their metrics are a little bit more, uh, I guess, sustainable in this matchup versus the Cavs. So I think the Cavs will be able to run a little bit more with some of those uh, bench guys playing. So I would lean to the over. Um, The Magic's offense does – it's it's like bottom tier, like bottom six, bottom seven. But, I mean, again, they're going up against, you know, second, third string guys, so they should have some success. So I would lean to the over. All right. Uh, let's get over to some player props. I think that's an interesting conversation for this game. Yeah, um, NK asking Wendell Carter rebounds. Yeah, uh, yeah. last game um, against the Cavs, he had 17 points and 12 rebounds in that game. Uh, let me see if I can pull up his numbers for tonight. But, Dante, lead us off player props. Do you have anything? Yeah, I don't see anything for the Cavs. Do you? I see just mostly magic guys. Yeah, I see four magic guys. Listen, I see Franz Wagner, Mark yeah. Fultz, uh, Pancaro, and Wendell Carter. And his rebounds are at nine and a half, by the way. Yeah, so I would play Wendell Carter double double. It's a couple places you can get uh, close to even money. Uh, I guess a better way to be a better way to do it would just parlay his points and rebounds, and you'll probably get a plus price versus double double. Um, that'll probably work out better for you. Um, but I like Gary Harris over seven and a half points. I think he'll be able to shoot. He's been shooting the ball pretty well. So uh, I like him over seven and a half points. Um, who else do I like? I, under the Cavs aren't out, but I'll take some City Osmond and some Lamar Stevens props when they come out. I guess I'll put those in the Discord when they come out. Just can't give out a, a number since they're not out. But I will be looking at those two guys because um, I think they got a decent shot to crack the rotation in the playoffs, especially with the way Osmond can shoot the ball. And he has some playoff experience from um, when LeBron was there, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. Yeah, I'll be looking at him. I'm trying to build that parlay for window Carter. Oh, yeah. yeah. So over 15 and a half points and over nine and a half rebounds is plus 215. Yeah. But if you want to take the points, maybe go a little less on the points. Let's go to let's go 13 and a half. That makes it plus 155 and then 12 and a half points and nine and a half rebounds gets you to plus 135 so yeah definitely uh build out that uh window carter jr double double here for tonight but yeah i like the rebounds call uh to answer nick's question or sorry nk's question uh about him i, I did take markel fultz in this game delante for his points oh yeah i see that at 15 and a half he had 23 in the last game against the um calves He's had twenty three, uh, I think twenty five and twenty three in two of the last three games 
for the Orlando Magic, and also he's also getting the minutes as well. I think that's something that I've really been looking at for you know player props, especially at this juncture of the season. Mm-hmm. But over the last five games, he's averaging uh, 30.1 minutes per game, and then he's also shooting 59.7% over his last five games um, overall for the Magic. So that was one player prop I do like. And also uh, do like the Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, rebounds prop for tonight as well. Uh, Gilbert asking about and Jr. about Paulo tonight. You have any thoughts on uh Pankero tonight? Yeah, I, I mean, I wanted to play his double double because that's I think that's pretty short. He's been rebounding the ball extremely well. I think Jr. put it in there three double doubles in the last four games. But my thing is, I'm not sure how much he's gonna play. I think those other guys will play a lot. I think he'll maybe play like the first half. And then they'll sit him. I mean, he's obviously more valuable to the top pick. So mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, have him out there in a useless game and freak injuries happen. So I'm not sure how much he's going to play. I mean, obviously, we're just, you know, it's guessing at this point as yeah. far as minutes. But if I had to guess, I guess he played the first half, get some cardio in, get some shots up and probably sits for the majority of the second half. Uh, maybe he'll play a little bit of the third quarter and then be done for the rest of the night. But I would look at his points rather than his rebounds. Um, I think he'll be able to score uh, points in a hurry against his second string uh, of the Cavs. But as far as the rebounds and double-double, I mean, I like it. I just – I really don't know how much he's going to play. Uh, I mean, he's been averaging around 31.7 minute, uh, minutes per game over the last five games. Last game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, he had 20 points and 10 rebounds. But like you mentioned, Delonte, he's actually been rebounding the basketball real well. Uh, he's averaging 10.2 over the last five games, and he's been one rebound short in two out of the last five games to getting a, a five consecutive double doubles. Um, but he's had rebounding games of 10, 9, 12, 11, and 9 over the last five games. I currently see his um, rebounding number at seven and a half with a little bit of big at minus 140. That's currently on um, DraftKings, but. Uh, definitely shop around. I obviously get the best number because that is a little bit of a uh, heavy big uh, for uh, his rebounds here tonight at seven and a half. Let me see if I can find another book that has a better number. Oh, yeah. While you're looking at that, Cole Anthony, I think Cole Anthony's been playing well. I like his props. Um, they haven't dropped him yet, but when they do, his points and rebounds, he's been rebounding the ball extremely well um, as of late. Let's see if I can get his numbers. 5.6 over the last five games. Here we go. Yeah. Averaging 15.8 points. Yeah, that's yeah man. Cole's been playing good. Yeah. All right. Anything else for this game? Not much. All right. Let's get over to the next game of the night. Or let me, uh, before we do that, let me tell everyone about <clears throat> Sword Vitality. Self care is cool. Self care is manly. Be proud of taking care of yourself. 40% of men are affected by impotence at age 40, and nearly 70% of men are affected at the age of 70. Stop buying those highly suspect pills in the gas stations. You know, you see them right there at their front counter. It. I'm not even going to get into it, but you you know, guys know what I'm talking about. No more hiding that little blue pill in your sock drawer. I know you're bringing that lady over. And you might be a little nervous hiding that blue pill. You manscape, but do you also take care of the plumbing? Sword Vitality helps increase your blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man. It's time to become a Sword Vitality man. If you aren't experiencing erections in the morning, talking about sword vitality should be as comfortable as anything else men talk to with their partners. Three main benefits 
When it comes to Sword Vitality, increased blood flow and weights that help you thrive as a man in the bedroom. And Sword Vitality can help increase your stamina. You don't have to hide it. You can be proud of it. So unsheath your sword. Visit swordvitality.com and use promo code SGPN for a nice discount at checkout. That's swordvitality.com, promo code SGPN. Lance, we talk about those magic numbers of, uh, you know, teams clinching uh, playoff spots. You know, you might be approaching that magic number of date number three, and you probably got to get, you know what that means. You got to get that sword vitality if you're, you're struggling a little bit. So hey man, you're right. Yeah. So if you have that third uh, third date coming into this weekend, make sure sword vitality time. You got to always number. be ready, man. Yeah, you got to be ready. That's for sure. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the Miami Heat. They are in Philly here tonight to take on the Sixers. Uh, this line opened up in favor of the uh, Philadelphia 76ers at minus five and a half. The number's now been bet down to minus three. Total opened up at 220 and a half. That number is currently at 220 consensus. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams for the Miami Heat, two questionable tags. Bam Adebayo and Kyle Lowry. Nikola, excuse me, Jovic is going to be uh, out for the Miami Heat. Uh, for the Sixers, I do see P.J. Tucker, DeAnthony Milton, and Tyrese Maxey are all questionable here tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers. Seems like Joel Embiid and um, James Harden are going to be playing here tonight. Um. Let's start with the side here, minus three in favor of the Philadelphia 76ers. They are hosting the Miami Heat here tonight. Delonte, what are you thinking about this game? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Heat. Uh, I like the four and a half a lot better. It opened four and a half, I'm not mistaken, right? For the Actually opened five, yeah, five, four, oh, four and yeah. a half, five, yeah. Yeah, so I was thinking that was more so of the BAM news, like he was uncertain. So I'm guessing the the line move is probably indicating that he's going to play and that some of those guys for the Sixers are going to be out. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, so if BAM's in, I'm definitely going to be on the Heat. Uh, well, actually, I'm already on the Heat because I bet him at four and a half. But uh, if BAM's out, they're at a supreme disadvantage. I mean, he can't guard and bead regardless, but he's able to at least – you know, give him a little bit of trouble and a little bit of pushback because he can go out with Embiid and handle those uh, pick and rolls, and it, he's not gonna play drop coverage like some of those bigger guys do. So, I think he can they can contain Embiid to a certain extent. Uh, like I like we said, uh, when was this Tuesday? Uh, Harden, I mean, he just doesn't have the same burst. He got to he got over his point prop barely um, last game. He hit a late three, but like the burst is not there. He's not getting to the line. So I think the Heat turned up the defense. Um, I like the Heat plus the points here. I think they'll play a, a little bit at a slower pace. Both teams play at a slower pace. So I think the Heat, uh, they need a big win um, because yeah. the uh, the Hawks, they're not, I think them and the Hawks are still fighting for that division, if I'm not mistaken, right? So currently, as far as the division, Miami has a one and a half game lead over the Heat. Um, so I over think that is. I'm sorry. Uh, the Heat have a one and a half game yeah. over the Hawks. Yeah, and they got three to uh, go, right? Uh, they have Miami has three to go, and then Atlanta has two to go. So, mm, yeah, I think right. that if the Heat just win here tonight, they yeah. should win the division. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, yeah, that's but, true. Um, but they're also trying to get out of that play-in tournament mm-hmm. uh, bracket. There, right? The Miami Heat because yep. they're only one and a half games behind the Brooklyn Nets. Um, for the six seven spot, that still has to be determined. But I think that'll be determined by obviously by Sunday. But it, it's going to go down to the wires. Is what I'm trying to say. But 
As far as the side here, yeah, I think I agree with you. I got, I'm going to take the Miami Heat. They have the more um, motivation needed, I guess we can say. And I wouldn't be surprised if we come out and see Joel Embiid play for a half and then sit the rest of the half. Or, you know, yeah, like we talked too. about, yeah, Harden too. I mean, there's no reason for the Sixers guys to be out there. So I would grab this Miami Heat number right now if you're watching live um, because the Sixers really don't have anything to play for. They're pretty much into that three spot because they're two and a half games behind Boston. Um, and then they have a two and a half game lead over the Cleveland Cavaliers. So it just we're just kind of waiting to see who the Sixers are going to play in that first round, whether it's a Brooklyn Nets or whether it's the Miami Heat. So I'm with you. I'll take the uh, Miami Heat as well at plus three right now. Thoughts on the total here, Delonte, at 220. Yeah, I uh, lean to the under simply because of, like you said, I think if much like we talked about with um, – with like Paolo and some of those guys. I mean, I don't think that they play a lot in the second half, especially if the game is, you know, somewhat out of hand. Like I think Jimmy Butler's going to have a big game. Uh, he plays well in Philly. Philly. Yeah. yeah. So I think he plays well in Philly. So if it's maybe a, you know, nine or 10, 10 point game, I think the six is probably just throwing the white towel and play some of those uh, bench guys. Now, some of those guys can play and keep it, you know, respectable, but I think Miami's fight and, and, and their defense will, We'll hold them down. So I like the under here. I think it'll be a low possession game. Yeah, I'm just trying to look up Jimmy Butler's numbers. Um, oh, I got them for you because I was on his point. So it's uh, his point total over. I got the last ten games versus the versus the Sixers. If you want me to get that out, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, he's averaging twenty five seven and six the last ten games uh, versus Philly. So he's had his bigger games in Philly. He's had uh, twenty seven, thirty four, forty, thirty two, and twenty three uh, in that span. Okay. Uh, do you see his PRA? Uh, I don't. Uh, Here, let me see. Point, I got it. His points is at 24 and a half. Uh, 35 and a half is his PRA tonight. Oh, that's low. That's low. Yeah. Man, that's um, super low. Damn, I don't see his triple-double. <laughs> um, double-double plus 575. I know he probably hasn't done it a lot against the... Yeah, he'll either miss by one or like... Yeah. Yeah, I know Scott's talked about that a lot yeah, that he's yeah. missed on Jimmy Butler, either triple doubles or double doubles. But yeah, I like that look. Um, all right, what else? Uh, talked about the total. Any other player props you like? Yeah, just a hard and under, um, under nineteen or he's actually twenty now, so under twenty points. Uh, we talked about Butler already. I want some of the Heat like role players like Struess and. Um, What's the other kid's name? Struess and uh, Dunk, uh, the other Vincent? shooter. Yeah, Vincent. Vincent. I want some of those. I want some of those props, but they're not up yet. But I'll be able to to look at um, some of those later on because they're just not posted right now. But I'll be definitely be on those two guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I, and I talked about this with one of my other guys in the, in the in a in the chat yesterday, and I and I mentioned that. I'm just kind of getting the feeling that Giannis, like yesterday, Giannis was ruled out late before the game for the Bucks. I feel like this is a, is probably a game where Joel Embiid gets ruled out like closer to game time or during that witching hour of injuries. Because look, he's pretty much we know that he's. I know he's going for the MVP, but I think he pretty much has that wrapped up. Like yeah. there's no question about that in my mind. Even the odds are reflecting that, right? I think last I saw, he was up to a minus seven fifty favorite to win the award. Um, and now he's all the way up to minus 900. So 
I, I feel like that he may, like I mentioned, either he's going to play a half or he just gets ruled out completely in this game. So I think I would jump on the Miami Heat right now because, again, they have a lot to play for. Um, Chris pointing out Jimmy had a double-double his last game he played in Philly this season. Uh, it was 10-1. Uh, to 1. So, yeah, uh, I see a plus 575 right now. But, again, definitely shop around for the best number, for at least for the double-double for Jimmy here tonight. Even especially if Bam doesn't play. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Somebody's got to get the rebounds. And I think right. that, you know, it might just be uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, or he can be, uh, you know, the black man and Robin with him and Cody Zeller. Did you see that comment when they asked him about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Jimmy funny. Butler is hilarious, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else for this game, Delonte? No, nah, not much. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. I have we'll spend one minute on this game. The <laughs> right. Portland Trailblazers <laughs> are in San Antonio tonight. Um to take they were competing on, on who can have the most injured players on the injury report. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh this line opened up in favor of the Miami. I'm sorry, the Miami, uh, uh San Antonio Spurs at minus two. Uh, that number is now up to minus four for the San Antonio Spurs. Total up and up at 230. That number is now at 228. All right, so the injury report. Let's start with the <laughs> Portland Trailblazers. Guys that are officially out, Jeremy Grant, Keon Johnson, Damian Lillard, uh, Nasir Little, and Nurkic. So the usual guys that have been out for the past couple weeks or at least the last week for the out. Questionable tags on Cam Reddish and Shaden Sharp out um, and also Trendon Watford. And then Matisse Thibel is doubtful here tonight. So I don't even God's green earth or who is going to be on the starting lineup for this Portland Trailblazers team. I think Chauncey Billups might have to suit up for this one here, Delonte. I think so. Man. They might um, need to call, call us. Probably, man. For, all right. So for the Spurs. Devontae Graham is out. Doug McBuckets is out. Jeremy Sohan is out. And Devin Vassell is out. And then you have questionable tags on Romeo Langford and Keldon Johnson. Zach Collins is probable here tonight. Um, I have nothing on this game, Delonte. Do you have anything you want to mention? <laughs> uh, I would play the over. Uh, don't sp- don't expect a lot of defense to be played. It's going to be an AAU game. And Malachi Branham, over 15.5 points. He's had 15 plus in six straight games. He's went over in three of the last four. So, obviously, the volume is going to be there. Uh, outside of that, I will not be watching this game. I probably will just put the bet in for the over in Branham and look at the account afterwards. I do like the Malachi Branham talk. Uh, PRA over. Uh, it's 21 and a half out there and 22 and a half out there. As well, is uh, Trey on the injury report? Call- I, I know you read off a bunch Trey of names. Jones? Was Trey, yeah, was Trey up there for the Spurs? No, he's not on there. Oh yeah, so I'll be looking at him. Uh, points, rebounds, and assists. Also, he had a triple double. Okay. I think last last mm-hmm. game or last two games. I forgot one of those. One of the last two games, he had a triple double. Let's see. Yeah, he had one against the Kings on Sunday. And then yesterday, yep. or not, sorry, Tuesday against the Suns, he had 20 points, nine assists, and three rebounds. Um, so that's a good call. So if you want to get on PRA for um, yep. Trey Jones, um, and then also maybe Zach Collins. Like, who's rebounding the basketball for the, <laughs> for the Blazers? Like, 
he's probably the biggest guy out there at 6'11 for the Spurs to grab the rebounds. And did he play wasn't he on the Blazers? Um was he? Collins. Yeah, he was. He was. He, he was he was on that so. team with uh he started his career there. Yeah, with Dane. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dane so decision. first three seasons he just he heard spent all the time. against Yeah. First three seasons he spent his career against uh or with I'm sorry, the Blazers. Last two seasons he's been with the Spurs. I want to see how he's done in those last revenge two seasons. Game. We got we we finally found the angle. All right, look. So the four games against the Blazers in his career last season, he played in three games, eight points, nine rebounds, 15 points, nine rebounds, and then 18 points, 13 rebounds. And then in the matchup earlier, this 11, re- 11 points and three rebounds. But I don't know who the hell's rebounding the basketball for the Blazers, so I, I'm going to probably put a little pizza bet on his double-double here tonight. That's that plus I'm, I'm gonna be with you. 245. Yeah, and Nick was saying about Trey Skylar Mays. Oh, yeah, that's another good call. Um, yeah. Trey Jones. Oh, what are we looking for Trey Jones? I see his props up. Uh, points, rebounds, and assists. Or just points and assists. I'm sorry, points and assists. So PRA is 24 and a half, and then points and assist is 21 and a half at even money. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I think he has. I mean, obviously, I think 228, I think, is a little low. I think this plays more so in the 240s. I mean, nobody's going to be playing any defense. Even even at full strength, nobody plays defense. So, like, AAU type of game, man. These guys are going to get up and down. Uh, I, I don't think they, they might not even call They might be calling their own fouls in this game. You don't even need the riffs. Um, I just want to see. I might be able to – or I might be able to butter his assist here tonight. That number's at six and a half right now with around minus 140. But two games, like we mentioned, 11 assists and nine assists for Trey Jones. And I may just get on his double-double as well. Uh, let me see. Yeah, sharp, sharp is a game time decision, right? It says questionable on the official injury report. Yeah. But if he's not able to go, I think you got, yeah, uh, Skyler Mays is probably the guy you want to look at. Plus 470 for his double double tonight here for Trey Jones. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be on that too. Maybe we like this game a lot more than we thought. Yeah. yeah. At least for player props. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else for this game? No, nah, nothing at all. All right, uh, let's get over to the next game of the night. That's going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are in Utah here tonight. Take on the Jazz. I am currently seeing that the Oklahoma City Thunder opened up as a five and a half point favorite. That number's up to six and a half right now. Total opened up at 236 and a half. That number's up to 239 and a half now. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, let's start here with um, my screen just went blank. All right, let's start with the OKC Thunder. So everybody is playing in this game, except for Lou Dort, who is questionable here tonight. He has a right shoulder strain. For the Utah Jazz, no Jordan Clarkson, no Rudy Gay, no Walker Kessler, no Lori Markinen, and no Colin Sexton. Um. I mean, do we just insert the Terrell rule and move on with our lives, Delonte? Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't like what Thunder they have had plenty of opportunities to, you know, shut the casket on the Mavs and they just keep leaving it open. 
I actually think the Jazz are going to win this game um, outright. Uh, they're feisty. They're playing hard. I mean, we saw the resilience. They're down, I think, like 10 with the 100 seconds left, came back, tied the game. Probably should have won. They gave LeBron a phantom and won. But, I mean, hey, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm with it. Uh, <laughs> I know Rudy Gobert was probably throwing stuff in his house. Uh, the referees allowing another uh, big market team to win. But, uh, yeah, man, Utah is – I play them on the money line. I play the over. Thunder defense has been horrible as of late. They're allowed 120-plus in four of the last five games. The Jazz, I would like better if they had um, Sexton out there. Mm-hmm. But, again, I mean, they're playing hard. They coach really well. That zone is going to throw the Thunder off a little bit because they play that little compact zone, basically like a pack line, and they're going to make the Thunder make threes. And, I mean, outside of outside of Isaiah Joe – not a lot of three point makers. On, I'm not a lot of three point shooters on the team. So yeah, man, mm-hmm. Jazz all the way. I play them on the. Uh, I play them in the first quarter, first half, full game. All about the Jazz here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm there with you. Uh, plus six and a half uh, on the Jazz here as well. I think they're out to an instrum or a crazy number as far as how they do as a dog. I think it's at like thirty. Thirty one, twelve, and one as a dog. Yeah, there you go. So. Um, yeah, definitely going to be on the Jazz here tonight. It is a big game, obviously, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are in that 10th mm-hmm. spot. Record-wise, they're tied with the Dallas Mavericks, uh, but I guess they do have the tiebreaker. They're sitting in that 10th spot right now in the playing tournament bracket in the Western Conference. So um, Utah, I, I think they're pretty much eliminated tonight if they don't win this game. But again, I don't think they have the motivation to really get uh, yeah, to that 10th spot. But they have been competitive in games. Uh, so I think that continues here tonight for the uh, Utah Jazz. Total right now, Jelante has ballooned up to 239 and a half. What are you thinking about that? Yeah, I agree with it. Uh, I probably won't be playing it. Got a little bit too out of hand because if the Thunder do play a resemblance of, of defense, I think they'll be able to to score along with the Jazz. I think the Jazz will be able to score no matter what. But it's the Thunder's defensive um, intensity that I'm, that I'm worried about. So, like you said, it's a big game. I wonder if they bring that defensive intensity, how the Jazz will adjust. Um, like I said, you know, the zone is probably going to throw them off a little bit, so I'm interested to see how they work out of that offensively because, I mean, I said this like two weeks ago, like their offense with Shea is just like getting – it's getting stagnant. Like it works better. The ball's moving a lot more whenever he's not on the court. Now, I don't know if that's by design or whatever. I mean, I guess, you know, it's good to have Shea with the ball because he could score at will pretty much on anybody. But as far as like continuity wise, kind of messing with some of those guys, I think. But overall, I think I'll lean to the over. It's probably got a little bit too high for me right now. Um, maybe yeah. a team total for the Jazz over, being that the uh, the Thunder have struggled defensively as of late. Uh, the Utah Jazz are seven and three in their last ten games against the spread. Um, but yeah, um, all right. Give me some player props in this game here, Delonte. Man, I wanted to take THT. I know uh, a lot of the people in the chat were saying THT, but it's a little bit high. Twenty five, I think I see is his um, it's his points prop. It's a little high. Um, I know he's been getting the volume. He shot like twenty five shots in three of the last five games. Um, I might look for him uh, PRA just to get it down a little bit because I know he doesn't rebound or assist the ball pretty well. So I might look at his PRA. I'd definitely be on Giddy over 33.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I think it's a perfect Giddy game. Probably sprinkle on him to have a triple-double also. Uh, those are the only two looks I like as of right now. Uh, THG's assists are only at 6.5, man. He's gone over this in 
four of the last five games. We'll see how he's done against the Thunder. I know he's been obviously playing more with out. Not really there, but I mean, he's going to be the guy, obviously, at that point guard position for the um, for the Jazz, right? No, no, Colin Sexton, no Jordan Clarkson. So six and a half assists on the over for that, I do like. Maybe look at points and assists combined for THD. I think I like it. Oh that. yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, um, I did take SGA over thirty three and a half. Um, it's probably a very square play, but if you just kind of look at what he's done against the Jazz. He's gotten whatever he wants. Over the last three games, he has 33. Uh, that was last season. When the two games this season, Delonte, 39 points and then 38 points um, against the Utah Jazz. So I sprinkled a little bit on that as well. Um, yeah, Darrell was talking about Ocha. I like Ocha too. Um, his threes, uh, I would probably ladder it up to maybe like three and a half and get some plus money. I think he's at two and a half at reduced, like minus 105, minus 103. Probably just get it up to three, three and a half. Uh, he should have a good shooting night tonight against Oklahoma City. Who they're reluctant to leave shooters open, uh, as we've seen with uh, like Clay and Dame and earlier in the season. I mean, obviously Ocha is not that level of a shooter, but he is a decent shooter, so he'll get opportunities for sure. Let me see if that's out yet. I doubt it is, but I took Plus him. Seven hundred. <clears throat> that's interesting. Yeah, two and a half is at minus one hundred five. Four, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so three should be plus. I mean, three should be a decent plus price. Three and a half or four should be definitely uh, closer to two to one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, anything else for this game? Not a sit. All right, last game of the night. They are in Phoenix here tonight. Take on the Suns. This line opened up in favor of the Suns at minus six and a half. And it was now up to minus nine and a half, and I will tell you in a minute why. Total opened up at 226 and a half. That number's now at 224. Uh, all right, so the injury report for both of these teams. Second here. Um, all right, for the Phoenix Suns, let me start there. I don't see one for the Phoenix Suns. Did Phoenix play last Yeah, I think night? everybody's pretty healthy. I think everybody's in. Okay. Yeah, I don't see them. Their team. Yeah, I don't see. Uh, what I'm looking at. I don't see any. Uh, like anybody listed on the injury report at all. Okay. All right. So for the Denver Nuggets, and they just came down about 17 minutes ago. KCP illness now questionable. MPJ now questionable, and Aaron Gordon is now questionable. And then on the official injury report from yesterday. Oh, sorry, as of this morning, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray are all questionable. So it looks like Delonte, the pretty much the starting lineup here, is all questionable. We'll see mm-hmm. who plays here tonight, which is kind of funny to me because after the game against the Rockets, uh, Mike Malone just came out and called his team soft for their effort against the Houston Rockets. And he actually, yeah, like, I think he, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I, I think I think Mike Malone, like if they have an early exit, I think he's gonna get fired. You think that's, so? That's my that's my that's my like hot takeish for uh, before you know the offseason start. I think if they exit early, or because I mean, what are their potential? Their potential first round matchup is gonna be really tough, no matter who plays it. I mean, because you got to think if the Pelicans, if they if they get Zion back, um, which you got to think that they if they get in to an eight seed, 
he's got he's got to at least try to come back or give it a go. Um, that's going to be a tough matchup. Yeah. Um, sure. Anybody outside of the Thunder, I think that they'll struggle with in the first round, and then in the second round they'll get the winner of the four five. So they'll probably get Phoenix, the winner of Phoenix, and I guess Clippers maybe. So yeah. If they don't, I don't. I think maybe the maybe not that he's like a horrible coach, but just maybe the message and just his coaching philosophy. Maybe it's just not getting them over the hump. Um, that's just that's just a hunch of mine. I don't have any obviously any inside info or not. No, I mean it makes sense. It makes sense, right? Um, I think that if they don't at minimum make it to the Western Conference Finals, I think he is. I think he gets let go or. Mutually they part, part ways. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, so like I'm saying, like if they, like okay, let's just say they they win the first round, they're probably going to get Phoenix in the second round because the the one the one eight gets the four five, right? Yep. They're not be, they're not beating Phoenix. No, they're not beating Phoenix. No, they're not beating Phoenix. They're not going to beat you're them not. tonight. They're not going to beat them in, in a seven game series. No way. Yeah. And again, if you take a look at right now, like you mentioned, it's either going to be it seems like right now it's going to be either the Lakers or the Pelicans. It's like you mentioned that they are going to face off against. It depends on if Lakers win that first game <clears throat> against the Pelicans. Determine who bends up as a seven, eight seed. Maybe Dallas sneaks in and they have a good game, and somehow the NBA gets Luca and Kyrie Irving into the final. Or sorry, not into the finals, but into the playoffs. But um, yeah, I think I agree with you about that. If he's if Denver doesn't get to the Western Conference Finals, just say that. I think Mike Malone. I, I agree with that by that point, but. I really don't have a strong take for this game. I think that uh, my guy Chris has been pointing this out. He's in the chat that if those guys don't play tonight, especially if Nikola Jokic doesn't play tonight, you just look at the uh, the Nuggets team total under. Yeah, and the, that would be I my look at, for this game. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking at the Suns early. I laid uh, what did I lay? I laid six and a half with the Suns on the overnight. But just thinking exactly how what came out, the Nuggets they locked up the one seed last night. Don't have a lot to play for. Uh, the books hung a bad number. Um, and the Suns are – they're actually playing their guys a little bit more than other teams simply because they don't have a lot of minutes together. So they're trying to get that chemistry built before they get into the regular season. Uh, obviously want to get KD's legs back under him to make sure that he's playing uh, a little bit more, make sure he's yeah. comfortable in certain spots with those guys. Their defense has been elite. like So that mm-hmm. bodes well for that uh, team total under. They've allowed under 105 points in four of the last five games. Um, I thought defensively is is where Kevin Durant was really missed with the Thunder. I mean, with the Thunder, with uh, the Suns, um, he adds another level of rim protection. Aiden is not a rim protector, but he does a good job of switching on to guards. But KD can protect the rim, switch on the guards. He can play uh, multiple positions, um, and I think that adds another dimension to him. So I would, if the numbers out of hand right now, but mm-hmm. I would probably look at Suns first quarter, first half because they're going to come out and play. Uh, with a lot of intensity just to get that chemistry built with some of those guys. You can tell because they're running their stuff like third quarters, even in blowouts. They're, they're still Some of those guys are still playing. So um, yeah. if you don't want to lay the nine, which I don't blame you, I would lay the first quarter, first half. Yeah, that's spot on. That that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, we. I mean, it was against the Spurs, but um, yeah, yeah. it was in that first quarter, first half where they just come to kind of take uh, – came out and took care of business in the second half. They were just kind of going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, tonight where they have a game against – they have Denver tonight and they have the two L.A. teams in their final two games of the regular season. So I 100% agree about what you just said there, that they want to build that chemistry, get their rotations going heading into the playoffs. Because, again, if this team is healthy, 
with those three guys, they're favored for a reason to win the Western Conference. So I agree about that. Um, I don't have anything else for this game. Do you have anything else you want to mention? JR pointing out uh, Biombo blocks and KD blocks for player props. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, hate it. I don't hate that either. Yeah, I don't. I don't got. I don't got anything else. I mean, props is. It's it's hard to predict, but I would look. I don't see any right now. But I would look at some Devin Booker assists. Uh, he's been more ball handling duties now that Chris Paul. They actually been playing Chris Paul a lot more off ball, like making him a spot up shooter and letting Devin Booker initiate the offense um, in certain situations. I think that's been effective in, in a lot of things, and he's been killing it assist wise. So I don't see it up right now, but that's one of the that's one of the player props that I'll be looking at is De- is Devin Booker assist. Uh, I'm trying to pull up his game log right now to uh, read off his assists. Uh, so he had three against the Spurs, ten against OKC, six five five five. Uh, he actually had five in like seven straight games. So mm. he's been playing pretty well, uh, distributing the ball. So uh, let me see if that number is up. I see a five and a half at even money. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll definitely go over that. I mean, he hasn't been shooting the ball well either. Three of fifteen the last two. Um, Jesus, five of. Five of twenty four, six of twenty eight. Yeah, he. So maybe look at his threes. He's six for twenty eight in the last one, two, three, and last four games. Maybe he try to get some get some rhythm going into the uh, postseason. Yeah, he had twenty seven uh, against Denver Nuggets uh, last not last Friday, but the Friday Friday prior. Um, Phoenix in that first quarter, like you mentioned, thirty two to twenty. Mm-hmm. And then they were up at half 60 to 40. And that was a game where none of the starters played for the Denver Nuggets. Aaron Gordon played in that game, but no Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr., no uh, Nikola, uh, uh, Nikola Jokic in that game. So, yeah, he was two for nine from three, two. Yeah. So I think you might see a repeat of what we saw in the first half. So I think that's a great call because, again, second half, they only scored 40 points. Something similar that happened in the Spurs game. Uh, uh, couple nights ago for this uh, for the Suns. Uh, all right. So that is the five games for the schedule on Thursday. Uh, Delante, let's get into our lock and dog for the Thursday games. I would I'm going to advise at least to take this with a grain of salt because we don't know what the motivation is for a lot of these teams right now, especially as we have what two to three games left for each team. But mm-hmm. Delante, lead us off. Yeah, so I won't give out the Jazz because I know everybody knows. Even the chat knows we all play the Jazz. So uh, Miami plus uh, three. I think it's plus three right now. Um, Shop around. You might get a three and a half. So uh, Miami plus three as the dog. Or what's on the the money line? uh, It's plus 140? 135, Um, 140? I see a one. Hold on. Let me see. Money lines. Miami. There's plus 130 is the best I see right now. Yeah, so I'll take I'll, I'll take that, and then um, for the lock, let's go with uh, let's go with Phoenix first quarter. Um, that number is right now minus three, minus fifteen. Uh, I think you can get. I think it's a little bit of value still at that number. Uh, I think they come out. We pretty much laid it out uh, earlier, so yeah. I like that as a lock. I love double both those picks. Um, let me see here. I was trying to find a first quarter team total for the Phoenix Suns. Or a full eh, 106 and a half. I don't like 
Uh, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Denver Nuggets total under 106 and a half as my lock. Um, I again, I don't anticipate anybody playing here tonight for the Denver mm-hmm. Nuggets, and there's no reason for them to play. They pretty much have that number one spot locked up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they do. have. Yeah, so. Um, Again, for the Denver Nuggets, we've talked about Nikola Jokic having that calf injury. Michael Porter Jr. has been injury managed for a good portion of the season. Jamal Murray has been having those knickknack injuries. For this Denver team, I feel like like we talked about it, it's like now or never, especially under the Mike Malone regime. Um, but when these guys are not playing, the offense is not very good. And Delonte, you laid out the numbers beautifully of how great the defense has been playing for the Phoenix Suns since uh, KD returned. Um, so I don't. I think they'll struggle to get points here tonight. So under 106.5 as my lock for the uh, Denver Nuggets to go under their team total. For my dog, let's have a little bit of fun here, Delonte. You got a same game parlay? Uh, maybe like a, like a double double market uh, that we're probably looking at. Um, let's go in the same game. Zach Collins double double, and I also like the Window Carter Junior double double. Um, I'll give you both of those. So Trey Jones right now is plus four seventy on his double double. Zach Collins is plus two forty five. You know what? I'll go uh, Zach Collins as the official dog, plus two forty five as as my dog for tonight. And then if you guys want to have some fun, put some beer money or pizza money on Zach uh, Collins double double, Trey Jones double double. And Wendell Carter Jr. double double. I'll try to dig that up. That's a good one. Drop it in the, in the uh, drop it in the Discord or the um, or on my Twitter because it won't let me. Uh, I have to do it like a same game parlay for this Trey Jones and the Zach Collins one. But officially, dog Zach Collins double double plus two forty five. Uh, for tonight, and then uh, that double-double uh, round-robin will include Zach Collins, Trey Jones, and Wendell Carter Jr. here for tonight. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. We have three – oh, wait, you know what? Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But we have three games or three days left, I guess we can say, in the NBA. Um, Delonte, before we get out of here – I think we probably got the best review that we've, or one of the best review that we've gotten um, for the NBA Gambling Podcast, and I'm going to read this. This one, and comes I'll take from, it further. I think that's the best review that we that any net that any like podcast has got. Yeah, uh, yeah, on the uh, on the SGPN, I, I agree with that. So this comes from Flam Chops on Apple. Gives us. Five-star review, and the title says, NBA betters look no further than this pod. And he says, I started listening to the podcast this season and haven't missed an episode. The hosts do an amazing job providing different angles to betting each day slate of games as well as picks for totals, player props, and futures. I've become a more knowledgeable NBA fan and better from this show and the work that Munaf 
Terrell, Terrell, Scott, and Delonte put in on a daily basis will always keep me tuning in. I'd also like to give a personal shout-out to Terrell for what uh, may be three of the more profitable NBA betting commandments this season. Never laying points with the Miami Heat, betting the Utah Jazz as dogs slash fading them as favorites, and finally, when in doubt, fade Boston. So, I mean, that pretty much lays out what the NBA Gambling Podcast is just all about. Um, So, appreciate that review. Definitely not a coward. Uh, he is uh, he's <laughs> down with us here. So if you haven't already left us a rating and review, we appreciate. Um, we really do appreciate. It really helps us grow the show uh, and climb the charts uh, for being one of the best NBA pods out there. And again, we're getting closer to the playoffs. The season's winding down. Um, trying to do a nice contest for the NBA playoffs uh, with a with a nice um prized but we'll we'll I'll, I'll figure out the details and we'll probably give that on on monday's episode or, or maybe sundays but uh need to get with sean and ryan about that but lots anything else buddy that's it man uh it's gonna be a lot of we're just gonna get better we're gonna have to step our game up in the playoffs uh players gotta step their game up and us as uh betters gotta step our game up and be sharp uh going into the playoffs man because it's gonna be tight numbers um going to be minimal room for edge, but it's going to have to try to get some winners out. So that's what I'm doing, sharpening up, getting ready for the postseason. Look, man, if the Lakers somehow win the title this year, you may not hear from me for, for a couple of weeks. Uh, man, uh, if we get – if we yeah. get well, I got, a, I got a lot of – I got a lot of money on Memphis to to win the list. Um, but I got oh, a – I got a nice – Memphis getting nice eliminated in the first round against the Lakers. I'm sorry if that no. matchup happens. I, I got the Lakers at a big price too, though. Yeah, I, I have uh, a little too much exposure on the Lakers to win the title. Yeah. Also, did pick up Phoenix Suns at the beginning of the season as well. Um, so yep. I got uh, some Phoenix Suns too. Yep. Yeah, those two teams. All right, Scott and Terrell will be back tomorrow for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Again, before you guys get out of here, I see 40 of you watching. Don't make me call out names. If you haven't already smashed that like button for us, do so before you guys get out of here. Uh, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.